Welcome to Nintendo News Report for Friday, March 31st, 2017, or as it's known properly on the internet, International Liars Eve. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm Donald. Um, Alex and Zach and Neil are all uh, out this week due to various medical maladies. So I have ro- roped in uh, the stars of the Talk Nintendo podcast, which is also available on Nintendo World Report to talk uh, brief news and uh, some of the games we've been playing this week. Uh, that's Casey Gibson. Howdy ho, guys. What's going on? And Perry Burkham. Hey there. Yeah. And Perry, you, you've probably also heard these guys on every other Nintendo World Report podcast in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, um, and you've also heard Perry's audio work on RFN and connectivity. Uh, and uh, Famicast. And the Famicast. Show off. Well, I just, you know, <laughs> I don't want to leave him out. Perry's a magician. Although, I, I suppose, given what they announced on episode 100, we may be able to leave them out, but no, we won't, we won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if you should probably mute James Charlton on Twitter for the next 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just mute him all the time, so. Yeah. <laughs> like Zach <Okay>. Miller. <laughs> I still can't believe you had him blocked. I did not. I don't know. How, I had Neil blocked, too, and a bunch of other people. He's like, I blocked I the whole know. Nintendo World Report. I don't, I don't know how it happened. I didn't. I don't want to block Zach. What's wrong with Zach? Sure, Perry. Sure, Perry. <laughs> I'll block you, too. That, that would make for some very awkward podcast planning, unless you guys do that by email. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we, we, we use the old good old Google Drive. I blocked him on that too. <laughs> All right. So the big. So before we get into some brief bits of news that came out this week, uh, let's, let's talk about what we've been playing. And I know that the two of you have both been playing. I guess the biggest release of the week, uh, Snake Pass. Aqua TV. Yeah, I was going to say Aqua TV. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that was last week. Oh, okay. yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're, we're you know what it is on our podcast. We record on Tuesday, so we're always just sort of like a a week behind on the the eShop, but yeah, yeah, we've been playing a little snake pass. Um, I actually wrote the review for the site and I'm really, I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely is a game that is not going to be for everyone. Um, a lot of it is dealing with the controls and sort of, you know, you, you're a snake. So, and you can't jump and it's a platformer. So it's sort of like, well, how do you do that? Well, you got to coil your body around like bamboo, sticks that are coming out of you know like the walls and whatnot so it ends up being super tricky in the beginning and um that's where i I suffered most of my frustration was early on until you sort of you know actually grasp exactly how it works uh did you did you feel the same way perry oh yeah it's funny because i downloaded it and then i played it for like 20 minutes and just because i i was about to go to bed and it's funny i told my wife Jill that I got it and to and then I was doing something. I was like, Hey, you wanna try this game? And and uh <laughs> I come back and she like beat like she had done like the first like seven levels and gotten everything in each level. I was like, Wow <laughs> But I mean and then I, I was playing it after her and uh she was I mean it's 
it's really fun. Like it almost seems it almost gets to like an easy point when you realize exactly all of the mechanics and wrapping yourself around all the little bamboo things and just everything. It's like, well, not easy, but I mean, it feels good. I mean, like it feels natural and it's really unique and cool. I, I, I've never played anything like it and totally digging it. Yeah, I, I've seen some people that are actually comparing this to Octodad that came out on the Wii U a couple of years ago just because of the weirdness of the controls with it. Uh, and actually, uh, Cherry Goblin just mentioned that in the chat room, actually. Uh, so it, have you guys played that? Is that is is that sort of a comparable or is this totally different just because of the way that what you're doing with the character is so different? I, I played a little bit of Octodad, more so just like a... I forgot if it was at like a demo somewhere or, you know, not, not a ton of time into it. Um, I don't think it's quite as outrageous. I feel like Octodad's sole purpose is just to be like, okay, like you're just going to be flailing around this room and like just sort of hoping <laughs> things get done. Um, yeah, it's like co-op with a plot. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Snake, Snake Pass definitely has like a weird element to it. And I could see where the comparisons come from. Uh, but I think, like like Perry said, once you sort of understand how how it works, you actually feel like oh, it's like okay, I've got this, I'm in control now. Um, so like like I said, in my experience, uh, early on was pretty frustrating. There was actually one puzzle, you know, it wasn't very late uh, in into the game, and I just couldn't do it for like a half hour, forty five minutes. It's like just this one stupid little like you had to go up and around a corner on this bamboo. And, like, the camera's a little finicky at times. It's definitely not a great camera. Um, but what I should have done was coil myself more. But I was sort of just sort of trying to do, like, one loose coil to get up. And I kept falling in the water. And, oh my, yeah, it was horrible. And, like, <laughs> it was just enough where it was like, okay, I need to circle back, go up this ramp, get over. And I was so angry. <laughs> I was like, I, I haven't been that angry at a video game in, like, so long. Um but once, like I said, once it sort of clicks, like later in the game, you're going to start getting, you know, more difficult obstacles and puzzles to deal with. But at that point, I had felt like, okay, now I know what the controls are. So instead of this being like, you know, like, I'm going to break something, it was more just like, oh, okay, like this is difficult, but now I know how to tackle it. Yeah. Dang it, noodle and meatball. <laughs> oh, it's noodle and doodle. Yeah, uh, I see. Yeah. I think Meatball is a way better name for the hummingbird, but to each his own. Now, Donald, do you have any interest in trying Snake Pass, or is it? Are you not really into those weird controlling games? I'm, I'm kind, I'm kind of interested. It's just I've got a lot on my plate right now, uh, trying to blast through a bunch of editing, and also um, there's a certain game that's coming out on. Tuesday that I may or may not have gotten a code for earlier today. <laughs> so that's going to take up most of my next few weeks. Wait, I thought you said Aqua TV came out last week. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get through all that DLC, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week's gonna be, I mean, not just from obviously Zelda's a heavy hitter, but man, there's just been a lot of really heavy hitting games this year so far. You guys are talking about Persona 5. Correct, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. That's, that's next week. Uh, there's a game we'll be talking about later that comes out on Tuesday. Uh, and just in the in the last month, we've had Zelda, and I do want to get into Nier Automata at some point as well. 
And then, you know, Horizon scored well. That, that was a game I was interested in until I found out it came out, like, three days before Zelda. And I was like, eh, you know what? I'll buy it for $30 in, like, six months. Yeah. That's what or, I do with every other game anyway. Eh, I'll buy it for $30 in a week. Or you or you wait <laughs> six months and Sony bundles it with their new super slim PS4 or whatever, if you, if you decide to upgrade that. There you go. Or it just comes out on, on the... Whatever it's called, PSN, PS Plus, PS Plus, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, Sony's retail stuff doesn't tend to do that that quickly. Oh, okay. Like we only just got Little Big Planet three, and that came out two and a half years ago now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know those the Target and Walmart they they always have good prices on on all those releases pretty shortly after. But oh yeah, I mean yeah. I know you all. There's always a deal like a month. It like. A month after any game comes out, there's no way that you you won't be able to find it for forty dollars somewhere. That's just how it is, unless it's a Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah, unless it's Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point, they they've either printed they've they're it's still selling at full price, or they've printed so few copies that it's already disappeared off store shelves anyway. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Our, RK in the chat listed a couple games, and I mean, and it's funny to think we still have you know. Mario Odyssey, you know, Xenoblade 2 and E3 announcements like I yeah. I mean and, and don't sleep on the 3DS either. I mean, we've just we have a very long preview that I was lucky enough to edit from Don for Fire Emblem Echoes and that sounds like that could be a sleeper hit at the end of the year. Oh man, I can't wait. And then uh, Ever Oasis. I'm so excited for Ever Oasis. Chicken Wiggle. Yeah. I'm yep, excited that's... for Chicken Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I want to see I, I I can't wait to see when that when that is coming out because that does seem like something that could be could fill in those gaps in between every other big game that's coming out in the next six months. Mm-hmm. But um yeah I guess just a little bit more on Snake Pass um it is you know it's not a super long game but you could totally get like if if it does click for you they there's like it I mean. It's trying to be like an old rare game, you know, like that's definitely the vibe you get when you're playing it. You know, David Wise, you know, did the music, which also, you know, sort of just, you know, you've oh, got your perfect. snake and your bird, you know, your, your the tropical theme and everything. Yeah. So they've got plenty of collectibles for you to uh, to get into if if it is your thing. Um, there's like 20 little they call them wisps. They're like pretty much like blue little orbs that sort of are just scattered about each level. And then uh, five uh, coins that are like more hidden and difficult. Uh, for instance, I think there was one where like you'd have to coil yourself down a bamboo shoot, like all the way down to grab the coin. And then there was just like a ton of spikes on the bottom. So if you did end up slipping and falling, and when I saw that, I'm like, no, I, no. <laughs> I'm not even going to try that. It's like I just spent a half hour making a jerk out of myself over there. I'm not even going to bother with this, but. Yeah. It, it almost it, the way you're the way you're talking about it, it almost sounds like uh, sort of a more mobile version of Captain Toad. Captain, yeah, I yeah. Guess try to get... yeah. There's some similarities there for sure. Yeah, it's definitely you. You go at your own pace. There's no enemies, you know, coming in and attacking you or anything. So it, you could very methodically go through each level, taking your time. You know, um, like it, they're very generous with checkpoints. Pretty much after like any little obstacle you complete, like I felt like there was always a checkpoint there. So it was like, all right, you, you, you got past this point. You won't have to do it again, you know? Right. And 
And I know something that was hilarious when I first downloaded it was when I was playing, and this was pre-update with the <laughs> with the uh, vibration, and it was just like it made this like loud ring. Like I texted Casey, and I was like, "I'm kind of afraid to play this because I feel like it's gonna like hurt my like damage my Joy Cons." It was that bad and weird. So it's weird how that got out like that, but they patched it like the first, like they, yesterday. I, I wonder if that, I almost wonder if that was like a day one patch that just didn't get through a lot check in time. That could have been but, it. But, Cause there was a lot of patches that went out this week. I mean, between snake pass, uh, the big Zelda, the Zelda one, Zelda which, one, uh, yeah, which I, haven't, provided... I haven't got to, I haven't got to try that out yet. Have you guys tried that out? The Zelda, I haven't tried the Zelda one because although I, I'm here, it did come to Wii U as well, but I, I do have Shovel Knight. I should probably boot that up and see how it how it does on the TV at full resolution now. I, I was watching the Game Explain um, video on the Zelda patch, and I guess in certain areas where it was really choppy, um, <clears throat> like in the beginning when you first come out uh, by the old man in the beginning, I guess you know how it's pretty choppy there. I guess that smoothed out quite a bit. But they said in other areas, like uh, where you know, in the the forest where it gets really bad, um, I guess like maybe marginal improvement, but it's still still pretty choppy. So I wonder if that's going to be sort of something they continue to roll out moving forward to try and fix that frame rate. But yeah, I haven't actually personally. I haven't played Zelda in a couple days actually, which like I said, tomorrow I'm going to go pretty hard on it. But maybe maybe I'll. Uh, Check uh, check out the force and see if I can get some first hand experience with it. Casey okay. on the case. <laughs> yeah. So the main main thing I was playing this week, which also had a itself had a day one patch, was uh, has been Heroes, which is actually it is a retail release, but it's GameStop exclusive because they're the ones who are actually publishing it through mm-hmm. the game. That's what I thought. Board. I was wondering, yeah, so is it twenty dollars in the store? 20, it's twenty bucks in store as well. See, that's pretty sweet, huh? Retail see, copy? See, for $20, like, <clears throat> for me, um, I mean, we tried it at PAX very lightly, you know what I mean? And actually, I'm not a huge roguelike fan, but I picked up uh, Binding of Isaac, and I, I really like it a lot, actually. Um, so I wonder, I mean, I know they're pretty different style games. Uh, have you played Binding of Isaac at all? I I tried the one that was on PlayStation Plus, but just the atmosphere in Isaac puts me off so badly that I bas- I deleted it within okay. about ten minutes. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I was going to ask you, <laughs> turn it off. Yeah, I was going to see if maybe you know if if you enjoyed one, you'd enjoy the other. Um, yeah, because I, I I'm not a roguelike fan either, but I, I picked this one up because it it, it looked a lot like honestly like high res Final Fantasy Six, and. I didn't expect it to play the way it did, but it's it's kind of fun. I'm just really frustrated with myself for not being able to get through and actually unlock more than what the game gives you at the start of it. Yeah, I mean, you you reviewed it, right? Yeah. I, for the site? Yeah, yeah, I reviewed it. It went up about a week ago. We actually have a second review from someone who was able to get a bit more into it. Uh, for long time uh, Planet GameCube Nintendo World Report folk will remember Justin Nation, and he actually had a very extensive review on that game. Yeah, I read his too. I, he liked yeah, it probably, a lot. Yeah, he he really liked it, and he's got a lot of uh, tips and tricks on that. On I think on his own website, and we're probably going to get those over to NWR at some point. Oh, cool! 
Yeah, see, for me, um, <clears throat> playing it early on, like I said, it felt like definitely a game that was going to, you'd need to sink in maybe a couple hours to really get into the swing of things. Um, and, but, I mean, that could have also just been, you know, where I packs and it's loud and there's a lot of things going on. So maybe, you know, I just wasn't, you know what I mean? Maybe if I sat down at home, I'd be able to get into it a little easier. But yeah, $20 physical release. Yeah. I know, I might, it's, it's <laughs> tempting. I might be going to the store tomorrow, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you wait, uh, wait a significant amount of time, we talk about discounts on games coming up quickly. I think the la- one of the last games that they had for that was uh, Song of the Deep on the Xbox One PS4 game from last year. And I think they were selling codes for it for like a like two bucks today on their Jesus. on the website. So not a bad bargain. <laughs> yeah, that's a real shame though, because I mean, Frozen Byte, who developed the game, they they have really good art style, and the characters just popped even on, especially on the handheld mode. When yeah. I pull, when oh, I cool. played it for review, so it seems like it, it looks really good for. It looks really good no matter what platform you play it on because it's on PS4 and Xbox One and PC as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, I loved uh, the, like, the Luchador and all those kind of different heroes. It just, it looks like it would be, you know, just a lot of fun just unlocking different character or heroes, I guess I should say, and seeing like what what everything has to offer. Yeah, see, now, now Casey's trying to talk him up into buying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it does have a lot of really nice attributes, yeah. yeah man, this game looks great. Yeah, game of the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go pick it up. <laughs> Guys, I got to go right now, actually. You know, I, I might, if I run quick, I might be able to get there in time. <laughs> nice. You know, uh, this is just a quick little thing, but I, I saw, um, I know Nicholas is publishing uh, Red Out. Uh, that F-Zero like game uh, uh, physical copy and I saw that up at GameStop when I went there and I was really excited and I was just wondering I wonder how much that's going to maybe that'll be in 1999 if it's GameStop I don't know yeah I think We'll probably we'll probably get hit. we may as well get into this now because there was a bit of controversy about the pricing of cartridges on the Switch, where it's such a it's it's a still growing format. So we had the situation with this week where we thought that Warner was going to ship. You know they're going to sh- they have Lego City Undercover coming out on Tuesday, and we thought you'd have to download 13 gigs to play the full game when you got the card in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I saw that. Whew. That would have no, been something, huh? Yeah, they 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 Warner Brothers had to issue two separate statements, one to your gamer, then one I think IGN got that basically said that no, you're not gonna. There is a small update with the game on day one, which hey, welcome to modern gaming. But the you're not downloading 13 gigs worth of data, despite the box saying that. That's just a typo. Yeah, because, yeah I guess the rumor was going right that they cheaped out to save some money. Get yeah. like a smaller size cart. <laughs> yeah, That's and funny. we're seeing that with stuff like Rhyme, where they are actually charging more because it's a bit it's more expensive to print a Switch cartridge than it would be to press a disc for a PS4 or Xbox One. That's basically a standard format at this point. Yeah, I mean, I could I see. That. I mean, I would rather them do that and at least be upfront, like, hey, like. Switch cartridges cost more than CDs. Like, you know, this is the price point. Like, take it or leave it. 
instead of like that it, i just feel like it would be so shady and, and sneaky and sort of slimy to be like oh no here's the game buy it and then you buy it and then all of a sudden you know what happens if someone doesn't have the extra micro sd card and now yeah. all of a sudden they have a couple games downloaded from the eShop and the, you know the the os and next thing you know they can't even install a game they just spent 60 bucks on you know it's like it's 60 right i think it's mm-hmm. I, I think it's 50 actually well, yeah, yeah regardless, I remember I, I saw mean, that. Even if it, they paid $40, you know, and any amount of money, and not to have the space afterwards, that, I mean, I'm glad it is that's not the case. Um, I think that could set, like, a bad precedence moving forward if if that became a thing. Um, yeah. I mean, You're yeah. leaving it, you're basically, there's been a lot of talk in the early days of the Switch about, uh, about hidden costs of the system, and basic and publisher is basically forcing you to buy a micro SD card just to store the games that you might install anyway, that would represent a hidden cost. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I bought one. So initially, like at first I was like, Oh, it's like 13 gigs. Isn't that bad for a game? And then I was, I realized what everyone was saying, like, no, in addition to buying it. And I was like, Ooh, geez. Like, yeah, that would be, that'd be horrible. Um, well, I remember it. I remember like Lego city. Remember when it came out, it was like one of the most, biggest games on wii u yeah like, it's like it was like 20 gigs on wii u yeah and the switch eShop says 7.1 gigs for the download size still so if they yeah. were forcing a larger download size they would probably have to update the shop to reflect that but you know file compression technology has come a very long way in four years i i think it's funny that now <laughs> even though it wasn't their fault at all but now everyone has this really bad impression of but like the Lego City guys, yeah, Warner like, Brothers and stuff. Yeah. Gonna screw us, and you know, it like, and nothing actually really happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it turned out to be it turned out to be a much ado about nothing. And well, we'll we'll see what happens because we still don't. I don't believe we've gotten a physical copy of the game yet in to to test it out. We haven't found a place that's breaking street data or anything like that. So. We'll see what happens with that. Probably early next week, we'll be able to report on you know, what actually happens when you put that card in the system for the first time. Like, you know what, I'm, I'm more interested to see if those load times are like nothing on a cartridge <laughs> compared to, I remember the Wii U. Oh my goodness. Those are some, some serious load times. Yeah. B- booting into the game. I remember took a while, but it's when, when you were actually playing the, there wasn't that much loading. Is If I'm remembering right. Is it, I did play this like a few years ago, but I, I don't recall the load times being that bad aside from it took like two and a half minutes to get into a game for the first time. So is is this game uh fifty or sixty? Do you know? Uh uh let me let me just pull up the Nintendo side here because I'm pretty I, I, I I've been seeing it as sixty, but maybe it was fifty. I, I haven't played this game yet and it's really appealing because of the switch, because of the uh, handheld. On GameStop, they're listing it at fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it was a game I bought from GameStop used for like I think I had like a coupon or something weird. I got it for like fifteen bucks, and I ended up playing a little bit of it. And then, you know, next thing, you know, more games came out, and it sort of went to the wayside. So I'm also sort of interested in it. Um, not not definitely not like upcoming because you know Persona and all you know Zelda and all the other games that's going on, but that might be one that I, I revisit a little bit later down the road. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, uh, on the go, 
it's there's so many things to do in Lego City Undercover. So to be, I feel like that'd be a really great candidate to have. You know that you can chip away at little bits here and there. Yeah, and, and there's co-op, which is cool. I, yeah, th- that's something that's brand new for this version. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm seeing the I'm seeing the Nintendo game listing now, and it is saying fifty nine ninety nine US. So this is a a full price product. So thankfully, thankfully, it seems like you won't have to get all that much to play it out of the box. That w- yeah, that would have been insane if they charged full price, and then they're like, well, you know, you only got to like take up half your Wii U's capacity. Uh, Wii U, Jesus, uh, half your Switch's memory to to get the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah aqua tv is not that good casey don't worry about it <laughs> i i really i i was i'm i was so close to just buying it just so he I could, really was <laughs> so i could just talk about it and be like and like take a picture of it like sitting up on my my uh my dresser as i go to bed you every day 24 7 if i had aqua tv if it was if it was not priced at five dollars even, if it was four ninety nine, I'd I would have purchased it. But <laughs> but if it's five dollars even, you get ten my Nintendo coins. <laughs> That's true. Oh, oh wait a second. Yeah, I, is four at four ninety nine? Do you not? No, it, like you oh. like I know there's at least one eShop publisher who was originally charging four ninety nine for their games, and like you know we're gonna put it up one cent to make sure you get the my Nintendo coins. Oh my. You know what? This just sheds a whole new perspective on. I, <laughs> this like, is amazing, Donald. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, he's opening my eyes. You don't. You don't know what you've done. <laughs> I I hate when they put just even price games. I'm like, just take the penny away. It looks so much more appealing. Um, but now it's you've just sort of blown my mind. I'm like, oh no, I, I've I've been on the wrong side of the fence for, here for five bucks. Not for the seven dollar ones though. Yeah. Play Those notes. can just all go die. <laughs> seven, seven bucks is actually the minimum in Canada. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we, we get it on both ends. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man, I'm really going to have something to think about tonight. So, Donald, quick question, just because, you know, I don't ever get to talk to Canadians. Do you, could you have, could you set up an American account on your Switch? And is it yeah, cheaper? I, I, I it's not cheaper because I still have to pay the ex- I still pay the exchange rate. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, I mean, based I think Nintendo was overestimating the exchange rate a bit. Like I, I'm, but my bank might nail me with like foreign transaction fees, or if I try to buy Canadian right. eShop credit for the U.S. through like PayPal or whatever, it would I'd pay you know twenty seven twenty eight bucks for a twenty dollar card. No. Oh. Man. But yeah, I have I have like I did the article for the site and like how to set up a foreign shop account. I have six eShop accounts on my Switch. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, I got three, but <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got one of the each main area. Yeah, I I I just I, I did it mainly for news purposes, like, oh this is on the this is only showing up on the European eShop, but it's not showing up on the British eShop. So that's stuff I need to check for. So You're at least at least that's that's my excuse for it anyway, but I just turned them all into Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge jokes. <laughs> I got a friend that, that hosts Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. 
All right. So I guess the the other big news event of the week pending, you know, various things happening with uh, April Fool's Day is uh, the Splatoon test fires or Splatoon 2 test fire went down last weekend. And when I say went down, it literally brought the eShop down for a little bit. It sure did. (laughs) Broke my switch seemingly, but I was very mad. Okay, because I will say I only tried twice. I got in for the for the set, the Friday night and Saturday night sessions, and I didn't have any connection problems more than I would with a standard game of Splatoon. So, what happened with you two around that? Because I'm, I, I admittedly was only half paying attention to what people were saying on social media throughout that. Yeah, sure, go yeah. ahead, Casey. Yeah. So my my first experience was Friday uh, afternoon, and I was like, okay. I, like I can pretty much, I usually take my lunch around two thirty, three o'clock. So I was like, I'm going to take it at three. I'm going to drive over to McDonald's and uh, we're going to try this out. And, you know, I got there and I, I fired, busted out the switch, you know, tried it out and um, I couldn't bum, connect. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Ah. yeah, I couldn't connect. Um, I tried for like maybe like 20 minutes and I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, it's not really that big of a deal. But I grabbed myself a single cheeseburg and I hit the high road back to work. Um <laughs> And I tried it again. <laughs> I tried it again uh, Friday night, and I got right in pretty much. Yeah, I don't think I had any issues on Friday night. And like you said, like it ran fine. Like it wasn't laggy or anything. Um, and they were good. I didn't play the full hour. I think I played for like twenty minutes or a half hour. I had something else to do. Um, so I got some good time in there. And then Saturday night, I tried again, and that was when I had issues logging on. Um, but then Perry actually found, like, if you hard reset, like, not just go into sleep mode, like, do the f- hard reset on the Switch and then come back up, he was able to connect right away. So I did that, and then I got in, and then I got about probably, like, 40 or 45 minutes of play on Saturday night. And that, that was definitely my beefiest play session. And again, yeah, I didn't really experience any lag or anything while I was in the game. It was just, you know, initially getting onto the servers. Um and like you said, there were I, was a point I tried to go into the eShop and like that was crashed. And uh, yeah, so hopefully this gives them a little bit of an idea. So you know, launch weekend isn't a disaster. Yeah, because we saw that this week with uh, MLB the Show having a. I think people are still asking like, is it okay to go online? <laughs> because that screwed up, and that's you know, wow. but. But like Nintendo is doing these stress tests because they want to see just how bad it could be. So hopefully now they've got enough. Info- they know how many switches are in the wild, how many they will expect by the time this game comes out, that they'll be ready for that. Because I think, I think the opening weekend for the first game wasn't wasn't too bad. I like think the, it, I think they did two test fires, if I remember correctly, for the Wii U, right? Yeah, the second one was a disaster as so, I recall, but the, the first one was fine. So that's why I'm sort of curious if maybe we'll get another one announced, um, you know, before launch in like maybe a month or two. And then this way they could be like, all right, we can sort of, we've gauged what happened the first time and, you know, see where they stand again. I mean, honestly, the test fire is such a brilliant idea in the sense, like, obviously, like you said, they get to test the, the servers on their end to make sure come launch weekend, they're, they're not, you know, crap in the bed. But it also gives a, it's like a perfect demo. Um, I've had a couple friends who you know picked up switches that you know they, they've never had a Wii U, um, and I was like, make sure to check out Splatoon. You know, like free demo. You know, you can see if you actually like it or not. So 
it's just a, I mean, I think it's, it's perfect. I, I hope they do another round. Yeah. So Perry, what was your experience like with, with it on the, on that weekend? Um, I played it at work flawlessly and it was a lot of fun. It was kind of weird. The first time I played Splatoon was handheld. That's kind of cool. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, I'll be able to play Splatoon at work. This is amazing. So <laughs> that was my first thing. But uh, and I got home and for the Friday night one and ugh, ruined my whole night. <laughs> and I couldn't get on. And I wouldn't, like, my stupid Switch wasn't even connecting to the internet. And then I, I was just well, so depressing listening to Casey. This is so much fun. Oh, look at this. Oh, how's it going over there, Perry? <laughs> and then I, uh, but uh, so yeah, then I, <laughs> I was just mad and I went to bed and I was like, I'll get up and try to do this, the six o'clock one. And then <laughs> Surely I won't wake up and be mad. I was like, I'm going to put my switch right next to the bed and then I'm just going to check it out, see if I can connect. And then I'll, cause I really wanted to play on the pro controller. That's a, my big thing. And uh, so I, I woke up, you know, like dead tired and I, took it out and I like logged on with like that super bright screen go penetrating my soul. And then I got on and I, I got to the weapon selection. I was like, heck yes. Like I've got on. So I woke up and I went out and I put the, in the dock and got on and I couldn't get into a battle. It wouldn't let me go at all. And then I just tried for like 20 minutes and then I, then I, got out of the app and tried to get, and I couldn't even get to the weapon select. And, uh, sometimes I was really mad. Cause like, ugh, you've ruined my morning. And then I couldn't get back to sleep cause I was awake and I had restless legs. And then I woke up late and had an awful weekend, <laughs> but then I, I got back on on Saturday night and that's when I tried and I hard, I did the hard reset and everything was cool. So how did how did you guys find that it played? Because I know I, I I'm not sure if you had a chance to play it when we had the time at PAX East. No, but no. Uh, I thought it was exactly. I mean, it's Splatoon, which is really good. I I really I mean, like if you put the original font back in, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could really tell a difference at all. Like honestly, um, but that's yeah. not a bad thing. You're definitely discounting the addition of the second cat. You do it every time we talk about Splatoon. Yes. I forgot about Mini, dul- Mini Judd. There's double the cat, which is clearly a good thing. Um, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So never mind. Forget what I said. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's like it really does almost feel like an expansion pack to it. Um, you know, because we're going to get or new maps. Yeah, or, yeah, new maps, yeah. new weapons, new, you know, new. I guess hair styles and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I'm mostly excited to see what kind of ranked modes they introduce. If they're going to be the same exact ones, if they're going to be all brand new, or if it's going to just be like we're bringing back the old ones and we're going to add some, you know, like I, I'm more no more ranked modes. Yeah, <laughs> only turf war. Just turf war. Oh, that'd be so disappointing. That would be. Oh man, I'd be so mad. I never play turf war. Like me and Casey never play that. So yeah. I yeah I I I really enjoyed my a little bit more than an hour with uh, with the game because the the session I got into the first session I got into up and opened up a little bit early and I I got I was a fan of the Splat Duelies coming out of packs just because you know the jetpack is really cool mm-hmm. 
but I found that I was like I was missing a lot when I was using them in the test fire because the range on them isn't as good isn't as good as what I was used to. And I was an NZAP regular at the end of Splatoon one, so that that should give you some indication of it. So I, I ended up going to the splatter shot for for most of the second half. Mm. I thought the uh, the splatter shots um, special was really cool, like that sort of like the the missiles that sort of hone in at the the person as long as yeah. you're facing you, in their direction. And you could you could like uh, lock onto like four different people too, like yeah, that's really cool. You could wipe the whole other team with that. Yeah. It'd have yeah, to be no, really I, stupid, but... I'm definitely excited to see what else they have to offer when they, they finally reveal exactly what what modes and other guns and stuff. Because, yeah, I was I mostly messed around with the dualies also. Just because, I mean, the the role was really cool. And then, like you said, having that jetpack, I thought was really, really wild. Um, I'm a Splattershot Jr. kind of guy. So I'm sort of used to... Uh, no, he's not. Gun. Yeah, he's a bubbler kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I would have used any gun that offered that bubble shield. Um. <laughs> no, no <laughs> bubble shield here. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that's gonna work, Case. Maybe I'll start winning <laughs> when we play <laughs> without your little bubble. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm, I'm decent at Splatoon because I'll just shoot up enough to get the bubble. So then that way, when I see someone, I'm like, oh, they see me. They're gonna come right at me, and then I just bubble and kill them. I, I've played Casey in Splatoon a couple of times, and he's he beats the crap out of me. So. <laughs> yep. That's all he does. You know why? Because of that freaking bubble. I'm telling you, anyone can be like me. Just take no. splatter shot with the bubble, and it's not that mm. hard. <laughs> Just take it with, it with the bubble, not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So just a couple things from the chat room here. Um, apparently we missed a funeral today because as Cherry Goblin points out in the chat room, uh, the DSI shop is still running. So oh, if you yes. have DS, DSI or, or XL, you can still get on the DSI shop, except there's one thing on it, and that's the tool that lets you move it to a 3DS. Mm, that's an important tool to have. <laughs> that, that's, that's, at this point, they should uh, if, if they could do firmware updates on DSs, I think they would just push that tool to everybody and shut the whole thing down. But for the for the record, some there is some stuff that is gone forever off because the DSI shop is toast as of today. But you can still get most of it on 3DS. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yep. shop that way. The end or, of a new climber. Or Climber, uh, Gogo Coca Polo, which actually has a new version out on 3DS, and I think yeah, that came I out get that this week as well. And Shantae, and Shant in the uh, the best DSiWare game, uh, Shantae Risky's Revenge, got an HD remake on Wii U, and a physical release too, right? No, or was no, it that, not that one? Was it? Oh, that, that was, was the other Shantae Pirates game, Curse, right? right? Genie Hero. Okay, yeah, I still have that actually. And so you can play like almost every all the Shantae games on Wii U. Yep, I think the only one you can't is the Game Boy Color original. I've never yeah. played a Shantae game. I Pirates own them Curse. all. I've never played any of them. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all right. I got, I got one in the humble bundle, and um, it's definitely one that I definitely want to check out because I love the way it looks. Uh, you know, the aesthetic. Uh, I like the art art direction, but for whatever reason, I've never actually put the time in. Pirates Curse is really good. That's the one you got. Yeah, I've, 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 I, I mean, I meant at some point this month to actually try and go through and play them, like play them in order, but just never 
didn't didn't have time. Zelda got Zelda and various other Switch got and Persona and yeah, yeah. Maybe next yeah. year, maybe twenty eighteen. Aqua TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I know that the five dollar point price actually might have a rhyme and reason to it, maybe, maybe well, we'll be talking on. about it. Hold on, is ten <laughs> is ten gold points worth one cent? <laughs> uh, ten. Well, eighty gold is getting me. Will get me thirty bucks off Tokyo Mirage sessions. All right. That, that would be nice if I didn't already own it. <laughs> yeah. And it's on I, Wii U, which I yeah, don't and I, play I, anymore. I, I want to get that game back, like uh, get my own copy of it, even to try it out digitally. But um, because the load times are better, but I kind of had to trade in my copy for toward my Switch. Because they gave me 56 bucks for it. I'm not made of stone. Damn. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a pretty good, pretty good trade rate. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Canada, for doubling everything I traded toward a Switch. <laughs> yeah. See, Canada's and, not that bad after all, right? <laughs> yeah. They, they needed some games to uh, actually, needed some used games to actually sell. And uh, Matthew Kelly asking if we saw the Japanese website for Fire Emblem Echoes today, uh, which leads into a word of warning about April Fool's Day, since that is since it's already started in Japan and will be making its way across the ocean here very soon. Uh, yeah, don't believe anything you read tomorrow. Just believe what you see in a podcast feed. But, um, <laughs> but the um, like we had the fi- a what looked to be like an eight bit Fire Emblem that was going to be multi platform on Switch and 3DS. I think there was like a Final Fantasy fourteen. The like Final Fantasy fourteen strategy RPG, and the Badge Arcade Bunny had a direct with a game starring Ashley from the WarioWare games. Oh man! Wait, wait. This was on the Badge Arcade I, I, in Japan today. I think if you have that, it'll be in the North American one. If they're going to do that gag, it'll be in the Badge Arcade tomorrow. Oh man, I have to check that out. You know, which reminds me. I heard that they just announced Aqua TV too. <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> you you know, can't say that. It's not <laughs> April Fools yet. Yeah, it is yeah. in Japan. Uh, <laughs> and again, Cherry Goblin saying Aqua TV is to talk Nintendo what Kutar is to Radio Free Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, right. I'm I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. You, gonna, you're you're going to buy the screensaver. Yeah, yes, I am. Like, oh my god, there's Dude, two there's sales. A, there's a skull. <laughs> there's a skull in one of the tanks. And it was um, so bright. <laughs> it, here's a funny story. So on one of our on one of our podcasts, because because I was going to say they announced Metroid Prime Four as April Fools, but I picked Aqua TV too. Um, we were going to have one of our episode titles be which one's uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be probably Aqua TV too. <laughs> uh, Metro they had Prime, Metro Prime Four already. It's called Federation Force, and nobody played oh. it, but it was Game of the Year last year. It was a good game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, one of our titles was gonna be Metroid Prime Four. What was it, Casey? Metroid Prime Four is announced. Lay on the it was ground. Announced. Something. Yeah, it was like Metroid Prime Four is announced. Everybody lay on the ground, and it was just because of an in joke on the episode and like i and that was it and casey's like are we sure we want to put metro prime 4 is announced in the title like (laughs) it was right around the switch presentation too so it was like all sorts of like switch news and i'm like 
That might piss some people off. Yeah, like, I don't want to make everyone super mad. Like, <laughs> the old bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. Never, the, the bait and switch works once. I will say yep. that. Yeah, we didn't want to use it yet. <laughs> yeah. You got to keep that ace in the hole, you know? Yeah. All right. So I think I think that's going to do it for this week. Thank, Casey Perry, thank you so much for coming out and uh, taking some time out of your Friday night to talk Nintendo for 40 minutes. But you guys do that for way more than that every week. Yes, yes, yes we, we do. do. <laughs> Got a huge one out last night with uh, Danny the Bivs, Bivens. Uh, from the Famicast, yeah. From the Famicast, and uh, it was probably my favorite episode yet. It was a lot of fun, so... Yeah, we talk about the the sixty four DD. Yeah, so you got so you got that to look forward to. Uh, all the episodes of Talk Nintendo are on our podcast page at NintendoWorldReport.com. Uh, you can also find some very interesting podcasts and other exclusive content over at Patreon.com slash NWR. Uh, this past week, I had the opportunity to sit down with Alex, Don, and Adam from Connectivity, and we debated which Pokemon generations were the best. Mm, you don't want to miss that one, guys. Feelings were hurt that night. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yes, and uh, you can. And if you're looking for Pacey, Pacey, I like Pacey. Pacey, Pacey, Terry, the new portmanteau. The Terry uh, <laughs> on Twitter at P. Is it P. Burkham? P. Burkham. P. B. U. R. K. U. M. Yep. And case is case underscore Jets. Yep. It the the most depressing football team in all the land, folks. <laughs> just like his, just like his pillow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we are, and we are, and I'm on Twitter as at Donald Mick. This show is also on iTunes in an audio form, and patrons get the get the what we call the rough cut right after the show goes off the air, as soon as I can rip it, basically. Oh, cool! So find that at Patreon.com/slash/NWR. That is our show for this week. Thank you very much. We will see you next week, in which I'm going to Tokyo. Bye bye. Thanks for having All us. Right. Bye. Thank you.